you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Around the NFL Podcast kills it at trivia night welcome back to another edition of the around the nfl podcast my name is dan hansis and i am joined by a room oh my god there's so many heroes in here colleen wolf chris wessling and greg rosenthal what's up boys and woman hey dan hey 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 <laughs> connie one of the great utility players a real martine prado yeah <laughs> I mean, what do you need? I can help. On what was it? On Wednesday show or Monday show, you were in Wes's chair, immediately, immediately to my left. Friday show, you're in Sessler's chair, far right. Mm-hmm. In Thursday's NFL Network hit, and you were Dan's, in Dan's chair. chair, the old Sessler's oh, chair. Goodness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Regular Brock Holt around here. You're kind of like Rex Burkhead, a four-down player, versatility, special teams ace. Running Keep back. going, everybody. <laughs> Keep going. I mean, let's. Uh, Let's not bury the lead, though, here. One hero is flying a little higher than the rest of us today. That man is Dan Hansis. Read Dan Hansus' fine pages. <laughs> the end around his specialty, mirth. The subject, <laughs> pro football. Yeah, there he goes. Dave Damschek was nice enough. Dave filling in for Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen show on the, uh, the old audience network. And uh, I said I went to the studio this morning and I did a nice, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes with Dave and the Chris's Brockman in law. And am I flying too close to the sun now that I'm a big television star? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Am I on borrowed wings? Maybe. You have find out. You have a suit coat on. Right Zoot now, jacket. first communion shoes, smile ear to ear. First communion shoes, as Wes tweeted, <laughs> and, and I loved it. Like you came, you came prepared with that jacket. I mean, you've made fun of us sometimes for wearing coats, you know, trying to dress up too much up here. Like, oh, that's not really who we are. We're not podcasts. But put this guy on TV, and suddenly, uh, you know, he's Don Johnson. You in could the be 80s. calling a game right now. <laughs> what am I supposed to be like dressing like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds or something? I don't like know. that <laughs> reference, Wes? Nineteen eighty-four oh, yeah. film. Brockman and Law are, are pretty casual. You know, you could. You could do whatever so you're you want. saying. I overdress. No, I don't. I'm uh, not really saying. I feel like I'm you actually. I, I like up that you're looking good for the guest that's walking in the studio right now. Well, plus, oh my goodness, <laughs> there's an embrace. Everybody he just walked in or a chokehold. <laughs> just walk and now sitting down. <laughs> the freeze has thawed. Oh my goodness! Breaking news. Sitting now immediately to my left, <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah moved the sticks. Whoa! Wow, so many, so many bits right now. I don't know what to do. Like I, I'm not even done giving Dan grief about the Rich Eisen show, and then here's Daniel Jeremiah. Well, here's the deal. I, I saw on social <laughs> media that uh, one of your uh, distinguished colleagues was going to be on the Rich Eisen show. So I'll, Greg reached out to me about joining the podcast today, and under in normal terms, obviously not. I wouldn't do it. But right. then I saw Dan was doing the, the Rich Eisen show. I thought, you know what? I actually. 
I actually like everybody else in the group. When I really did some internal uh. <laughs> investigating there, I was like, I'm really I'm cool with everybody except Thanks, for one DJ. person. And then I come in here and he's sitting in here. I kind of like the idea that I may have ruined your Friday. <laughs> I think you can pretty much eliminate May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, by the way, always be fuddled by the heat between the Move the Sticks podcast and the Around the NFL podcast. And once again, shaking his head. Doesn't quite process I it. haven't been this confused since the manufactured Bob Costas debate that's been going on for four well, years between <laughs> the two of you and Mark Sessler. Oh, gosh. Well, here, here's the, the truth, though. So I told Dan this the other day uh, on Twitter, this older gentleman, okay, he had, had tweeted something because we were going back and forth. Me and Dan were doing something, and this older gentleman had said, like, I don't understand what the problem like, – he legitimately <laughs> – <laughs> he likes both of us individually. He and tried to guy, broker a piece. This guy was really troubled, and I so I, I told I told Zeuser, I'm like, dude, I got I had to come out of character. I'm like, hey, we're okay, man. I, I don't need this guy like not sleeping at night because he thinks there's real conflict it's affecting here. other people's lives. Yeah, People so are very I was like, concerned. I had to, I had to spare that. I man. was troubled spare by spare that it. gentleman. Like the the old callback, uh, the he broke kayfabe. Oh yeah, wrestling thing, and and he he said to this, we're actually friends, and I was like. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Calm Maybe down here. Strong. Maybe a little strong on the friends. Calm down yeah. the friend thing, number one. <laughs> number two. These guys aren't hanging out after work. Let's be honest. I kind of like it better uh, when everyone thinks. But that that was the that was the preacher's son in you coming out. you got to catch well, yeah, I mean, this guy was Nano literally. Cafe. If you want to hang out with him, catch him at oh, Nano. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah. Good hamburger spot. Oh, it's the best. Um, do, you, do you eat there? I love Hanano. That place is great. It's my favorite burger Now in sponsored yeah, by really Hanano. Good. Yeah. Hanano. I'm a little bit upset, though, because the guy – the guy that's behind the bar, I assume he owns it. He's there all the time. I don't know if he owns mm, it or not, but he's there. He's there every time I've gone in there. Yeah. Still, like, there's no connection. Really? Yeah. Mm, you want the guy to, you know, cool. to kind of remember you a little bit. No. Yeah. It's not a neighborhood bar if there's no connection. If and we get a lot of tweets from people that are fans of the show, uh, that say, "Oh, I'm going to be in California. Where should we go?" Hanano's is uh, right on the water there, on the border of Venice and uh, Marina del Rey. How many guys do you think they'll go into that place and order a hamburger and an iced tea? And every time he goes, you know, all we have is Snapple. I'm like, no, no, I, I've been here like 50 times. I'll take my Snapple can and my really cold mug, and I'll be good. And you get chip roulette, too. Oh, so that's like, the fun Maybe part. you get Fritos. Maybe I you love get chip Cheetos. roulette. Yeah. It's so basic, but it gives you so much joy. It's awesome. Um, so, I mean, we have DJ. This is DJ season. I mean, this is when oh, he's like, give me the spotlight. I'm the king of draft dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess usually we, you know, we do some news at the top of the show. But since we have DJ, for how many how many minutes do we have you, DJ? Uh, I have to be in a makeup chair. Like, uh, I, I got like 20 minutes. All right. So why don't we talk a little draft at the top here? By the way, yeah. are you are you, uh, are you driving Uber as well? Or what are you doing with this jacket here? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> 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 I I have no retort to that. I am not a man. Of, of, I don't have a walk-in closet. I'm a, I'm a humble blue-collar guy. I come from a coal town. Face is super red. I, I got and I got one jacket. I gotta say though, you are you are on on TV more than Judge Judy these days, man. I can't flip on NFL Network. <laughs> Coming from you, that's interesting. That's interesting, DJ. Because uh, Daniel Jeremiah, you do the path to the draft. I think you do. Sometimes Colleen's even in the mix. Uh, yeah, I was on there a couple days. We got a we have a, a a big time special. Big. I don't know if is that out yet or a little. Oh, let's let's should we break it. Break it. Go, for it. Go break for it. it again. Yeah. We'll break. We're doing a little mock draft live. Wow. Yeah. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. DJ <laughs> and I are both GMs of our own teams. Last year we co-hosted it. Mm -hmm. We apparently didn't do a good job because now we're now just uh, switching around our roles. <laughs> roles have you're been not, switched. You're no longer the host, but you're on the show. <laughs> yes. This is a program on NFL Network. It is. Yes. It's a big deal. Mm hmm Again, Greg, sometimes you over-explain things. Of course it's a program on NFL Network. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing this one on Fox. We got NFL Now yes, and whatnot. Right. Fox has uh, contracted us for this um, show. All right. So since you are sometimes a co-host of Path to the Draft, why don't you throw DJ a question here, Colleen? Okay. You're so versatile. All right. Wait, this yeah, is like the fifth – like we, me and Bucky, it's just two of us, right? Yeah. So we get like yeah. the best headsets. Yeah. This, this is like headset number five right here. This thing yeah. is horrendous. Uh -oh. That's the one that I refuse to put oh, behind my back. It's so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an outrage. <laughs> it's going to go. I'm oh, trying no. to like find something. Don't get Wes going yeah, on yeah, this. I'm good. Okay. That's better. <laughs> get him going. All right, All right, Colleen, what we got? All right. So let's talk um, biggest draft riser. I know that you're mm. a big fan mm. of uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Because he can fill so many different roles, but just all in all, when you look at these different guys after the pro days, who's the biggest riser right now? Yeah, I think. Look, when you 
you just go through the whole postseason. McCaffrey was still, I thought, always was going to be a first-round pick. Now he's, I think he's going to be a top-20 pick. Really? Uh, but Hassan Reddick from Temple is probably – My boy. You know, your Temple guy. So he's probably <laughs> – he's done the most for himself in the postseason because really you're talking about switching positions. Um, he goes to the Senior Bowl. He was an edge rusher. Now he's playing inside linebacker and had a great week. Mm. Goes to the Combine, runs 4-4-7. I think is what he ran there and had a great workout. But so. usually going from edge rusher to inside linebacker doesn't it's, help it's Teddy, your, it's a Teddy Bruce. Well, it also doesn't help your draft prospects because Ed rushers are more valuable. The thing that's cool about this dude, though, is that you can kind of use him in both roles. So I think mm-hmm. you'll see teams that on early downs you can play him inside, and then when you get in sub situations and you get in passing downs, you can let him just come off How the many? edge. He's a really good like player. players in the NFL are like that? Like Clay Matthews obviously plays both. He can do both. We're like starting to Dante see Dante Hightower. Jamie Collins has yeah. done, done both. I mean, I think more athletic than Dante Hightower. Yeah. Uh, Dante Hightower is 265 pounds. I mean, this guy's, right. you know, 238. Reddick's so versatile, too, yeah. because he was a walk-on at Temple as a DB, yeah, he was too. A like, super undersized. Wow. He's got a great story. And, you know, so this is – it's interesting. We've talked about um, – you know, when I was started in 03 scouting, you'd go in the, in the draft room and you'd have all the positions across the board. And now it's almost just kind of like it's all melded together, you know, where it's, we're just going to yeah. get the best players. You see a lot of teams play with three safeties. Um, you see, you'll see sets where you'll see, you know, five corners out there. I mean, there's just, you'll see everything. So just want guys that can do multiple things. Their value has, has really skyrocketed. He's one of those guys. You said McCaffrey moving up. Where do you think he could go then in the first round? Well, I mean, I, I think you can look at a place like Philadelphia, which would make some sense. You could look at a place like Indianapolis where, where it could make some oh, sense. I would love right? to see him in Indianapolis. Oh man. Andrew Luck with him. That would be, be fun. Yeah. that would be fun to watch. And they're uh, on Tampa, Tampa at 19 as well. Mm. Uh, in that dome on turf. I mean, that's the problem. His cutting ability? All these teams like Tampa, for instance, that you think about, okay, maybe they would sign Adrian Peterson. At this point, they're going to wait, you would think, to the draft, or he should sign before the draft because if the right guy like McCaffrey falls to them, they end up taking him, and that that closes the spot. He wouldn't be a great fit in Tampa, though, right? Because Charles Sims can do some of those Mm. things, and they really need – if they're worried about Doug Martin, you want a between-the-tackles guy. Yeah, bigger guy. In Uh, in this draft, there's so many guys. I mean, you can get in the fourth round and – uh, there'll be plenty of options. The Colts there. are one of those teams, though, that have telegraphed what, you know, and I respect that. You know, Chris Ballard and, and Chuck Pagano have basically said what they're going into the draft looking for. Here are the four positions we're looking for, and they've made it no secret. They're taking a running back, whether it's early or not. At some point in time. You know, they're taking it. And you have the Saints as an option on uh, the mock draft at NFL.com. Oh, man, Saints fans lost their mind on that one. That was a fun one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you're doing you got to do 100 of these mock drafts, right? right? So you're sitting there and – at this point in time, with this last one, I just like a couple weeks old. So there's you're not that much information now. They, the, the teams haven't come back in from their meetings from the pro days, so you're just throwing crap against the wall. And so I'm sitting here going like, okay, as a fan, Drew Brees with Christian McCaffrey, like how much fun? Sean Payton yeah. loves snapbacks. Oh, oh it'd be, look what Reggie Bush did the you know the Super Bowl year. So Aaron Sproles, let's let's throw him in there and ha- and then the Saints fans lost their minds. We have to go defense. How do you, how could you say we would go off? People this? take their uh, mock drafts oh, really serious. serious. Oh my gosh, it's it's life or death. We're like and, a made up a completely made up exercise which has the word made <laughs> up. Down. This is DJ's career. Now. I mean, it has the it word mock in it. the name. <laughs> I mean, I'm just very saying. real. This like get carried away here. Shouldn't I, you be circling around the block one more time? right now <laughs> <laughs> i've got a question for you, DJ. Greg, it took you a couple extra seconds to get that one but that's good this so is good. unrelated to this year's draft class but it's an important question and especially germane to dan mm-hmm. sam darnold yeah dan is convinced that if the jets go one in 15 and get the number one overall pick it's going to be worth it because yeah. this guy's the real deal it's pretty good I've also read Jeremy Bergman, one of our guys on the desk, says he's got a long delivery. Is, is this true? And so, how concerned we should be? I mean, USC has a history of guys talked about after their sophomore or junior year going number one overall yeah. and then sliding. He's different, though. I, I think that you, if you look at who was talking about him, like Matt Barkley when he was mm-hmm. coming out. Matt Leinert. Was, yeah, but there was – Matt Leinert may be a little bit different, but with Barkley – there was nobody in the personnel community that was elevating him up there. It was just he's an All-American, their top five team, you know, so the media had kind of made that push. This kid, Sam Darnold, is he's more physical. He's got a huge arm. The delivery is long, but, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's almost like with Russell Wilson. You know, Russell right, Wilson yeah. has a long delivery, but it's explosive. You don't want to be left which who's loopy and slow. Like, that's the worst combination. He needs to tighten it up a little bit, but when you can be long and quick uh, is which what he is. You can get away with it. Something he'll work on. But man, you talk to—I mean, I've talked to you know coaches, 
uh, general managers, scouts, anybody that's seen this kid while they're doing other players, like my phone was blowing up during that time during the combine. They're like, oh, this is the, that's the dude right there. Is there a, a strong belief you're closer to this than us that he is got like one more year in him? Um, that, that he'll that he might he come back. That he'll actually yeah, I mean, come out because there's yeah, no Yeah, no, he, he doesn't have to. I mean, look, the thing about him, just from what I know, he's a lifelong USC fan uh, from Orange County. It's not like he's in a situation where, he, from a financial perspective, obviously that's not a concern. Mm-hmm. And then he has, an, you know, grew up as a fan of the team. So, and you can, I can guarantee you, the pitch from the USC coaching staff is going to be Andrew Luck was in your exact same situation. Could have came out mm-hmm. his redshirt sophomore year and went. It's back not what Dan wants to hear. Went went back for <laughs> one more. Went back for I got one more. I got banged on this once in '97 when Peyton Manning, when the Jets are coming off one in fifteen, decided to do one more year at mm-hmm. Tennessee. So I who got hosed? Happen again? Who got hosed? Uh, I think it was Buffalo, right? When when Luck went back, Carolina wasn't. It? Cam, well, Cam, you would either got Cam or Luck, right? Yeah. They would have gone one two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think Buffalo, I believe, was picking second that and year. Then took Darius. Mm. Think you're right. The difference between Darius and uh, <laughs> right. Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh wow, uh, Dan. You know who else is a huge Sam Darnold fan? Talk to me. The Spice Rack. Spicy loves Spice Rack Ooh. loves Sam Darnold. Peppermill? One of my good friends <laughs> lives in, in Vegas and is my college football consigliere. Okay. I get all of my college football opinions from him because nice. I don't watch it. Adopt him. That's fine. He's, he is convinced that Darnold is the real deal. Yeah, also an occasional uneven guest of this podcast, much like yourself. I would not even go uneven. <laughs> <laughs> go there. Speaking of podcasts, you should start Do you keep little DJ. cups of water <laughs> in the back yourself. of the car? Do you have little things of water, maybe like some mints, um, a yeah. newspaper? I mean, what do you have in the back seat? No, I'm serious, though. Yeah. I hope you have phone chargers in there. Yeah. I'm so, I always need Like, them. you have, like, an easy, like, candor about you and wit. You should start a podcast on NFL. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. That's good. Very well. Hey, by the way, so I went through for farts and giggles. It's getting uncomfortable, folks. I, for farts and giggles, I went and looked up, like, the iTunes thing is always fascinating to me, right? You see the, the the rankings. They put the number of stars, and they can leave the reviews, right? I've been called all types of things on those. But anyways, <laughs> on your guys, which you have like 1,500 reviews, okay? We love our which listeners. Is, which, right. is, which is crazy. Which, That's by the way, number. everyone should leave a review. Yeah, Thank, please, thanks man, for bringing yeah, that up, Please DJ. continue to help these guys out. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I'm, I'm reading it. I'm reading it. There is so much shade being thrown at me and Bucky in your reviews. Really? There, it's like it's like twenty percent of loving no. you guys, and the other eighty percent is attacking us. It's like, so I. I mean, Bucky's a nice guy. You can't we can say anything bad about Bucky. I like Bucky. Um, maybe it was just me, but I tried to put Bucky in there so I feel better. But um, that's amazing. But I've I've instructed our listeners, both of them, to go on <laughs> our reviews. And feel free to take shots at the around the NFL. Oh wow! So I don't. It was a call to arms. I don't know if it'll work. That's so the, fine. So this is this is not on your reviews. On our reviews. This so. is you really finding out that okay, it's all fun and games. We can make these little jokes, you know, starting a beef, and uh, you know, sometimes real life smacks back at you. It's not all no, fun and games. No, no. Look, you have a powerful <laughs> army out there. Powerful army. <laughs> hey, you got. Uh, I'm beginning to figure it out though. I think you <laughs> yeah. guys are giving free rides to everybody in town. That's, 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 that's kind of how you do it. <laughs> I like the bit. I didn't know that Uber drivers wore jackets, but that's still the bit works. Oh, yeah, they, they, in Marina Del Rey, they do. Um, you got Mitch Trubisky, by the way, at number 32, which to me yeah. is like code for DJ thinks he's no good. I agree. Okay. Well, that see, that's, that, but that's, it's that's a little the mock, different. not the top 50. Um, yeah, yeah, see? He's Rosen not your top quarterback, though, right? No, I have, I have Watson. I have Watson. Then uh, Trubisky, then Kaiser, mm. but I'm not. Like I said, I've been like with these quarterbacks. I'm not in love with any of them this mm. year. So, they're, but they're, they're there are longer? people that do love Trubisky. So, oh just yeah, like you I've putting been told, him second and kind of putting him down there is you putting him in a different category than probably a decent amount of NFL teams. He's going to go in the first round. And I'm I look. I've had a couple people tell me in the last two days that Cleveland at 12 is probably going to happen with him. I've had other people. Wow. Tell, I've had other people tell me that Cleveland's taking a pass catcher, be it a tight end or a receiver at twelve. So, I mean, you hear so much information this time of year. But he's been. I mean, he's going to go in the first round. The one, the other one, Mahomes is going to go in the first round from everybody, everything I'm hearing and talking to. So, and he, his delivery's all over the place, right? He is. But like, he seems like he's an incredible athlete. Oh my gosh, this guy was like he grew up playing three flies up. You remember playing that when we were kids? 
We didn't have three flies. You guys up ever play Cincinnati. three flies up? Uh, is, it, is that flyers up? We sure. played flyers up. We had we, we yeah no. Is it the same? What was it? What so you have a, you have like a ball, tennis ball, football, yep. whatever. You have a bunch of your friends in like a big pack. You throw it up in the air, and the first one that catches it three times gets to go be the thrower. I've yep. never even heard of you. This never game. That was oh, fly, yeah. no, York, that was, was flyers up. Oh, yeah, we, we had, call it three flies we up. Yeah. Kill the man with the ball, which is probably yep, we had that. Not yeah, we correct anymore. Yeah, that's a little different. A little different game. But that's kind of could have workshopped that name a little bit. Kill the man with the ball. I mean, kill the man with the ball. We weren't even men. We were boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, ba- back in the 70s and 80s, you didn't have to take things so seriously all the time. So you could just be oh, like, oh, fair. we're winking. Back in my day. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, he just throws the ball. Like, he'll just, mm-hmm. without caution, just throw it up. And he makes some, like, Matt Stafford-type throws. You're like, whoa. And then, But his best plays have nothing to do with the play call. So it's like mm. – so that's not great for the NFL. That's tough transition. And, you know, the defense of Sure, him, NFL cor- obsessive oh. offensive coordinators <laughs> but, will love that. But here's the deal. Like, there's some teams – I won't go into the names, but there's some teams that are have rosters good enough, right, and then quarterbacks that are just good enough. You're going to be postseason quarterbacks. But the upside is not there for them to play at a high enough level to win a championship. So, the so like the Kansas is, City Chiefs. I didn't say that. Okay. So the thinking mm. is that a team uh, could take him, sit him behind said – good, not great mm. player for a couple years, work with him, get him up to speed, and then eventually you'd have a guy with a ceiling high enough to eventually get you where you want to go. While, while DJ sense. was saying that, he actually wrote out the words Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs. on a piece of paper. And <laughs> held, held it, it up. Held it up. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Josh Dobbs on your pod. And good dude. I mean, he sounds so mature, too, yeah. for his age, which is crazy. Yeah, he is. He just had his pro day, so I just got a, I just texted uh, a buddy that was there from a team, and I'll tell you what they said about his pro day. Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> By the way, Colleen, you're on Dan's radar now that you Hold on. just admitted to listening to DJ. I mean. Can you imagine the contacts that Did a nice Logistics job. has, by the way, in the phone? I'd love to. Yeah, that's Ooh. a great point. Oh. Most you might famous have, oh, oh, Hold on, hold on. You want to go? You want to go? I, do you ever save uh, voicemails? You know, sometimes, I guess. Okay, you want to hear an old voicemail? Yeah. Yeah, please. Hold on. Hey, Daniel, this is Archie Manning down in New Orleans calling. Um, glad to hear you're going to be joining us uh, at the Madison Academy. I was just checking in, didn't really want anything. I was just going to kind of fit you in a little bit, kind of what we do. But uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, I'm about to get on a plane, going to be traveling. So uh, this is my cell. Hold on. Okay, but don't don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, when Archie that's, that's yeah, when Archie yeah. calls, you say that's like that's like four years old. It's still on my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't delete it. I, I swear to you. Hold on, I'll look at the date. He's running out of space. What that's do I delete? No, no. Gotta I, keep oh the I always update when you delete your messages. I always save Archie. I can't delete. Like, I a save messages from, from my mom. Not Archie Manning. <laughs> no, no, Archie. <laughs> that is that is from seven fourteen two thousand twelve. Oh, oh wow. my god! Yeah, coming up on five years. He's a man that respects the history of the league. That's you know what, DJ. Maybe I'm coming around. That's <laughs> a, uh, the block or on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Go get in your makeup chair. All right. Let's go get pretty. Colleen, it was great to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. Daniel Jeremiah, right. ladies and gentlemen. Move the sticks right. with the stop by. It was okay. It was a six out of ten <laughs> stop by. Um, That's what he's gonna rate you as stars. Not thrilled that DJ came <laughs> with this great bit that he could just hammer over and over. <laughs> you know the funny thing about Greg because I I have something to, have to share this with. Now he's lashing out people folks. close Uh-oh. to me. Sometimes it's like there's like you know hey guys home team home team. Greg's one of those guys like he'll turn on you like a jackal. No one was laughing harder than Greg. He's like old these guys. These out, guys. No, but you know what? It's a different laugh. Put it that way. Well, the thing is, when when <laughs> like you're <a> jackal, <laughs> when you're when you're in the com- I don't want you in the foxhole. Put it that way. <laughs> when you're in the company of other people, you know, sometimes you tend to act differently than oh. you would act like in your own sort of podcast. Maybe differently than you speak uh, privately. Which what is the power rankings? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> There's a little clip there from. Uh, Dan, All right. asking the uh, important questions. I, I thought we were going to another one. Let's actually yeah. let's go to let's go to um, good that Greg's not the, the, host. the congrat- congratulations <laughs> here. Can I just say, by the way, yes. congratulations to the Chris's and Rich. Uh, that that's a big deal. Thanks, bud. Our podcast got a Stitcher award in 2013, <laughs> and our producer uh, told the Stitcher people to mail the award to her home address, and we never saw it again. <laughs> Is that true? That's a true story. That's a great story. <laughs> I also just like the uh, the the congratulations to the Emmy uh, for the Emmy Award. Well, the I mean, uh, here's great. a little show business trick, uh, Greg. I, I, 
I brought that up so I could get into the Stitcher bit. Yeah, take notes. So much shade. There's so much shade on this pod. Giving showbiz tricks to NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. What? <laughs> the door creaking opens my favorite. <gasps> Look out, it's NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. <laughs> Call the sheriff. Uh, all right. This was at Hanano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan does not like it when he's the subject of drops that he did not create. Hey, will you calm down? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. Friday. We're supposed to be having fun here. We're having this fun. This guy's on my ass. Yeah, jackal. <laughs> jackal. It's bit day. Uh, all right. So there we go. Move the six. And he does. I was made aware. Uh, Sydney in my ear told me that there is a podcast called the Move the Sticks podcast <laughs> yeah. that he does with Bucky Brooks. So check it out if you can find it. Uh, and at Move the Sticks on Twitter and Path to the Draft. With I Bucky mean, Brooks, yeah. No wonder he can make fun of the common man's clothing. I'm sure he's pulling in a nice paycheck. Oh, yeah. He must be doing well, Danny boy. Gotta be. Oh, let's be honest. The uh... – Remember the old Bucks and Eagles were interested in hiring him. This was public information uh, yes, to be was. part of their front office. Mm-hmm. And for him to turn down that gig, you got to think, uh, you know, NFL media stepped up. What, there's nothing better than leverage, Wes, in negotiations. And the man had it. I mean, it's all that matters. <laughs> he's not taking not, Ubers. It anywhere. doesn't matter how good you are. It's all that matters is mm-hmm. leverage. This is this is this is true. What did you really want to say there, Greg? I'm going to pass. All right, let's do <laughs> Sydney, let's do some news. God. Sydney. The new It trailer. Was, I don't know if you guys have clown issues. I have legitimate clown issues because of that. Duly noted. Yeah, the, the, TV, the TV movie in 1990, It. And now they're remaking it. And why? How did you? How'd that get on your radar that you knew it was something that was going on? Oh, well, you tweeted it out, so that was just Oh, yeah. That's true. Specifically about your clown issues. Yeah, I said they should blast that trailer into outer space. I do not want that movie on the the old radar of the world. (laughs) I can't wait to just start putting clowns in Dan's front yard. (laughs) (laughs) I'll know where it came from. Um, All right, let's uh, do some news, and we will start with... The announcement of a new all-or-nothing team. Now you got to, you know, there's two categories now. There's a hard knocks team uh, and an all-or-nothing team. This is great. I'm so excited. Who's the team? You're excited? You're real pumped up? Yeah. Well, the team is the same team that we just saw on hard knocks. It's the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, come on. Oh, that's cool. Like Sean McVay, and it's going to be really, you know, kind of like a new no, generation. No, no. No? no. Last year's oh. Los Angeles Rams. Wait, we gotta go. Th- we gotta live that again. They filmed it all during last season. Oh my god! And I wrote about it for NFL.com last year, but I forgot that that's how they no. do it. This is why it's an outrage. <laughs> you cannot have an all or nothing if there's no chance at the all. If the if the highest you can do is seven and nine, there is no all or nothing. So I guess the Jeff Fisher firing will be in it, which that might be interesting. Yeah, but you know they're not – I don't know if they're going to be able to really dig into that. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll surprise us. But even then, it's pretty depressing. That that whole season was a very de- – if you wanted to rank, like, top five most depressing seasons in the NFL last year, the Rams had to be up there, right? Oh, I think they're – Top think three, they're maybe. Two, they're number two to the Browns. I guess the Jaguars Hot are maybe start, in though. there. But, yeah, I mean – Hot start to the season they had. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference Three-one. is, like – even Can't the, wait to not watch that. Even the <laughs> other teams were more interesting in their failures than I think the Rams were <laughs> wow. after a while. Don't you, I mean, no, seriously, though, that, that was not a team you wanted to dial. Like, they were just bad at I was kind of – I still the, – the Browns had more going on. The Jaguars had more going on, actually, than, than the Rams. And but, well, you never know. Maybe it could be great. It's maybe. NFL films who yeah. always manage to be great with everything they do, so maybe they'll they'll find a way to – like show guys watch it and what, tell me about what pain is like. <laughs> it's so weird though because isn't NFL Films involved in Hard Knocks too? Yes. Like so for them to do basically the so same they stayed. thing twice. They just stayed. They just stayed. Mm. Which is um you know, this will be a challenge because that's the that's the other risk and the big difference between all or nothing and Hard Knocks is that Hard Knocks 
you're always going to document those five weeks uh, at the end of July and into August. And it's always all the teams are optimistic and there's a different vibe. Uh, with all or nothing, you if you're going to say I'm, we're going to guess where to go, and it worked out last year with the Cardinals who almost got to the Super Bowl, but this is almost like the worst case scenario where you dock yourself with a team that's just there's not a lot of juice. But yeah, because because ra- you would think say, if I nothing do love else, NFL films though. That's what right. I'm saying. You don't want to count it out. Yeah, you would think if nothing else, it would be popular with Rams fans, and I'm sure on some level it will be. But if you're a Rams fan, I feel like the last thing you want to watch right now is more Jeff Fisher. Ooh, it's like, like Eric let's, Dickerson like, stuff let's relive the Jeff Fisher era. I think oh there's God. an opportunity, and it, this isn't really NFL Films' style because it's you know generally pretty positive. There is an opportunity to maybe show what it's like to be on a miserable team. I don't know. Spin it, Greg! I'm just saying, like, I like sad movies. I like documentaries <laughs> oh, about no. things that aren't necessarily the happiest, you know, in the world. I just watched... Uh, you know, a documentary about competitive tickling that went in a very dark, down no, a dark path. Yeah, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. It's on HBO. Check it out. Check Streets it. are talking. Streets talking. It's <laughs> about oh, the tickle doc. That's right up there with the clown Maron. movie. Uh, no, it wasn't that type of thing. It was, but it was fascinating. Uh, yeah. So all or nothing, Los Angeles Rams. We'll see what happens. It could be NFL NFL Films' greatest challenge. And on some level, their greatest victory if, it, if they produce mm-hmm. entertaining television. West. They should rename it NFL Films' Greatest Challenge because the entire conceit of the show, either you get a Super Bowl or you get nothing, doesn't fit the 2016 Rams. Fair, fair. Let's move on. Talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Bad news uh, for Sharif Floyd, the 2013 first-round pick has yet to recover from nerve damage that occurred during September surgery to repair the meniscus in his knee, according to NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, uh, the nerve that controls the quadriceps still isn't firing six months later. Uh, there is optimism that the nerve will uh, start firing once more, but no one knows for sure. And that the first report came from USA Today. And I guess this is, Colleen, maybe just like the reminder that not, you know, 99 times out of 100, you hear successful surgery right. on a torn ACL, mm. blah, blah, blah. This is the one or the 999 out of 1,000. This is the one where these guys are going under the knife. It's a real procedure, and sometimes bad things happen. Yeah, it's, it's like when you bad. when you are getting surgery, you have to sign all of those disclosures, and it's like, oh, there's a chance of like X, Y, and Z, and it's 30 pages long, and this is the time that it happened. I guess mm. the, the nerve damage happened during the surgery, and his – uh, Sheree Floyd posted on Instagram asking God for one last mm. run, and it was super depressing. That and is I, sad. I really I hope that that nerve does start firing again. It was really poignant, <laughs> that Instagram message. Don't yeah. let me go out this way. This game means so much to me, and the foundation is still being laid one stone at a time. Grant me one last Damn. run. I promise I'll lay my soul on the line. Oh, that's sad. That's rough. This is, and that's kind of, you know, he's part of what, Helps define that team, I think, in the front seven. You know, if they're if they were going to come back to where we thought they were going to be last year, I think it's going to be because of the players up front, and they would love to have Sharif Floyd. Uh, moving on. Actually, we got a little bit of breaking. news. Got some breaking news. What? Let's hear it. Monopoly, that's a third break. We got to slow <laughs> down that drop. Sharif Floyd, not the only uh, 2013 first round draft pick in the news here. The Miami Dolphins waived Deion Jordan on Friday, Ooh. the third overall pick. feel like he's been forgotten a little bit, uh, considering he was a number three overall pick. Of course, he's had suspensions and injuries and all sorts of problems. I be- he gone. I believe the Dolphins traded up to get him as well. And he, to me, is on that short list if you're coming up with a top ten draft bust of the last ten years. He's on the list for me because from, from the jump, you know, when he was – wasn't at the right weight. He got the PED suspension, never did anything on the field. They hung with him, and they, West, they never got anything out of it. He's like the Jamarcus Russell of hybrid pass rushers. An mm. epic wow. draft bust. So Jeff Ireland gave up a first and second round to trade up for Jordan. And that was that was a surprise. He was one of those guys who the draft Knicks loved. It was not a great draft and especially defensively, and it got pushed up. But he was a guy I believe Mike Mayock and others talked about as maybe the number one overall pick in that draft, that they thought he was that sort of versatile talent. 
one start, 46 tackles, three sacks. Yikes. Uh, Vernon Golston also might be in that conversation. That's true. But, you know. He had a stat. He inspired a, an ignominious stat <laughs> on this <laughs> You don't want a Golston. You don't zero sacks, zero quarterback hits is wow. a Golston. <laughs> um, anyway, Chicago Bears. You know, not a lot of people are you – know, they got Mike Lennon and they got some pieces, I guess, but not a lot of people are expecting a ton from the Bears in 2017. But guess what? John Fox thinks otherwise. At the annual league meeting in Phoenix this week, he had this to say, going back to a lot of the changes, we've had a lot of change. I think we're better for it. Unfortunately, you can't walk around with your chest out about that because of our record the last two years. But I have total confidence uh, and uh, Ryan Pace has done an outstanding job and will continue to. I understand you have to win, and I finally feel like we're in striking distance. Wow. Are the Bears in striking distance? Three straight years, they've been last in the division. And I also like the Chicago Tribune pointed out they're 9-23 and 23 the last two seasons, and only the Browns, Niners, and Jags have been worse during that span. But, yeah, they're in striking distance. What, is, what does striking distance even mean? Does that mean like eight wins? Yeah, I think that's about it. I get that because, well, look, he's just hopeful. The roster is not good. Were they that much different last year? I'm just looking at Football Outsiders' team efficiency. They were 25th. The team above them was Indianapolis. It was 8-8. Eight and eight. A couple teams below them, Detroit and Houston, had winning records. Are they that far away? They were a team that competed. I think they were a little better, certainly, than 3-13. and 13. Are they that far away from getting lucky and winning seven or eight games and people talking about, oh, the Bears are a nice story, not really a relevant team, like, that wouldn't shock me. Like, that happens in the NFL. John Fox has proven he can do that sort of thing. But that's their best-case scenario. How? You, you disagree. I mean, how does John Fox come to this conclusion? I just don't get it. How could you possibly believe this? It's what bad teams do. Look, we got a chance to be good this year, finally. No, you got a chance to get the number one overall pick and for your butt to get fired. Yeah, I mean, he's probably just hoping and wishing he's staring at the roster and thinking of the things that he can do. And he, he knows he's done. He's staring at his deal. He's entering the third year of a four year deal. He needs it to be true. I'm going to go down the same thing with Todd Bowles, Wes, when you got upset about the rebuilding thing, what is this guy supposed to say? I don't know. He believes this team can make some, don't get me started on Todd Bowles. How about not lying? That's what you're supposed to do. Not lie, not lie to your fan base, which you are going to put through misery. Treat them like adults. You're going to put them through misery. Don't lie to Bill them. Bill Belichick lies all the time, too. Bill Belichick treats his fans great. Oh, he nice. gives them winning seasons. He doesn't lie to oh, them. What are we, we're talking about different things now. Not about the success of the team, but how they uh, communicate with the media. you got to watch what you say. That's what I'm saying. This guy's not going to say, well, I think we still kind of stink because Mike Lynn is not that good, and I'm probably going to get fired. Of course he's going to say, you know what, I think we're in striking distance. I, Bill Belichick says things like, hey – we don't want to be the Colts the year that they got the number one overall pick and suffer through that. We're going to keep our backup quarterback. Cool. I see, As I, a fan, you're like, yeah. Great. I see <laughs> both sides. I do think there is a point to the, like, what are they going to say? On the other hand, there are some coaches who I think, in their minds, what they say to the public has even, like, there's very little important. They put very little importance on any sort of truthfulness. Like, they in their head while they're saying it, I think they know it's BS. And I think there's not every coach is Jeff like that. Fisher for and sure. I think John Fox is kind of one of those coaches. Jeff Fisher is another one, yes. Uh, moving on, TJ McDonald uh, recently uh, signed to the LA, or excuse me, the San Diego Graybeards, is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Days after he learned of an eight-game suspension uh, for violating the uh, substances of, of abuse policy, the Miami Dolphins signed the former Rams safety. Uh, it's a one-year deal with the team. Mike Garofolo reported it for us. The Miami Herald had it first. Uh, what do we think about this signing, Greg? He's out for half a season, but can he help the Dolphins if he gets back in his, the T.J. McDonald of old? Mike Tannenbaum type of move, and I like it. I mean, it's a low, low risk, high reward. You're getting a NFL starter. This guy has, I don't, he's barely missed a snap in his career. He's got a little bit of edge to him. You know, they've already got Rashad Jones there. Kind of an under the radar story this off season is Issa Kab- uh, Ab- Abdul Kadus. Abdul Kadus is probably retiring because of an injury. You, you know, you talked about how how quick. Um, 
careers can change. His career was basically ended on a hit, and he was playing well last year for them as a safety. Yeah. And so I think McDonald fills that role nicely. Number two in the ESA power rankings behind ESA Ray. Oh, I love Issa Rae. I do, too. I've got a crush on her. Yeah, everybody watch Insecure if you <laughs> wow. haven't seen it yet. This podcast took an unexpected turn. I love it. Oh Issa Rae is like one of my favorites. I love that show. She's got my favorite smile. Whoa, whoa, Great whoa, whoa, smile. Whoa. Not only, not only is smile. Wes going current pop culture, but he's going like hip current pop, pop culture. Also I love like, it. It's a new West. Also going head over heels for this woman. Oh, I'm a I'm, favorite no, fan. smile. I am totally with you. She's oh, talented, whoa. too. Huge crush. What does the Paramour think about this? The Paramour shares the same opinion as I do. Well, hello. I think hilarious. the Paramour likes her even more than I do. That show is like a cool version of Girls. Like if Girls was good, mm-hmm. that would be insecure. It is un- insecure. Love awesome. It does have a nice smile. It's a nice smile. I like it. It's a nice smile. I'm happy. That doesn't even do I, it Should I check this out? Thing. I'll check the show. Yeah, out. it's you guys really like good. It's show. a good show. You'll like the song that she uh, her rap in the beginning. Oh really? I think okay. It's like episode one or two. Okay, I'm good. What is it? Where is it? Where can I see? It? HBO. Yeah. Ah, HBO, the home box office. I'm surprised you're not right. on. Right. I'm gonna plug in on this. Yeah. Usually I'm unplugged that in. That and Atlanta stuff. are like the two best shows. Yeah, Dan, stay with me, and I'll bring you up to date. Oh. <laughs> what is, you know, one guy. I go on TV once, and everyone's <laughs> like, "What is this? What is the source of this?" I'm trying to figure it out. Don't forget us, Dan. <laughs> Moving on, Drew Brees. Oh, actually, let's sound let's sound the alarm. Trope alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees is 38 years old. But guess what? He believes he could play many more years as a professional quarterback. How many more years? Ah hell. I'm Drew Brees. I believe I could play until I'm 45. Mm. Ooh, he's on that Tom Brady plan. Everybody's on the Tom Brady plan now. This is a certified trope alert. Uh, we'll see. He still plays. He's still like a top five quarterback. He's 38. Uh, doesn't have maybe the, the, the build, do you think, that would survive into your 40s? He's not a big man. Um, but who knows? I well, think science. I think every offseason people should ask him how long he wants to play. Because this was my favorite trope three years ago when he started saying he wouldn't <laughs> play to his 45. <laughs> yes, shocking, the Drew Brees and trope alert. I mean, it should be, I still want to play till I'm 45. I mean, the, <laughs> the crazy thing, I thought he was declining a few years ago. He's played great the last few years. It, I wouldn't say he's underrated because he's rated pretty high, but this, is, this man has led the league in passing yards five of the last six years. And the one year he didn't, he had 5,100 passing yards. I mean, that, that's pretty incredible. It is. Just saying. And finally in the news, Martellus Bennett. Have you heard he's different than other players? Have you heard that? He's a little wacky. I'm a little different. I'm he's a Bennett brother. Opinions. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. <laughs> Very good. Colleen's flying right now. I am. I'm uh, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> flying too close, close to the sun on borrowed wings. Um, all right. So Martellus Bennett, uh, once again, expressing that he's different. Well, this isn't that different. A professional athlete putting out a rap album. Uh, he released an EP called I Am Different. Excuse me. I am not a rapper, but some of my friends are ellipses. It's a five-track release. Here is one of the s- tracks, and let's let's listen to it with open ears. Okay. Dinosaurs and Dynamite. Dinosaurs and Dynamite. It's a new world. I wish everybody could see Wes's face. I know, it's so great. Is that already beat? So he's trying to, I think, I don't think so. No, the, I think there's a guest on this track. Yeah, uh, Matchbox Tony, or is that on? Is that a, That might be on the Whole Matchbox Foods. Matchbox Tony? What a great name. Well, there's a track is called it? Whole Foods. <laughs> And it talks about him bawling out at Whole Foods and eating healthy, and he's stacking bread that's whole grain. 
That's my favorite. Was, track. was he like the Weird Al of uh, <laughs> pro athlete hip hop? I can get behind Matchbox that. Tony. <laughs> Matchbox Tony's pretty great because he's basically riffing off like a soft rock alternative band of the late '90s and 2000s, right? He's that's a riff off. Oh that, yeah, right? yeah. It's second uh, Matchbox Twenty reference of uh, the week in the uh, on the up. NFL universe. Dinosaurs and Dynamite featuring Match Matchbox Tony and David Allen Dope. It's a good David <laughs> Allen. David Allen Dope. Yeah, that's a play on David I Allen Coe. <laughs> I feel like um, you know Kendrick Lamar releasing a new video right after this maybe stole the sunshine away from Marty B, maybe but he more. can get it back. It's uh, you know that's like kind of like a hip hop move now. You don't necessarily have to be able to rap, but if you have like a vocoder, I think that's a the Kanye West influence. There's a lot you could hear it in that song. Yeah. Uh, you know it wasn't. Wes, you you really seem to not I mean, enjoy it. Can we just play it? Wes, go ahead. Dynamite. I'm sure like lyrical credit to Leonard Cohen or Bob Dylan, you know. <laughs> Give me a break with the lyrics. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> like, what are you even trying to say here? Well, he's saying it's a new world. Hope you're ready for it. The dynamite's coming for the oh, dinosaur. Oh. You're the dinosaur in this situation. Oh. They're going to drop the dynamite on you, Wes, blast you out of here. Please tell me about this Ooh. revolution, you corporate football player. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, Wes hitting out. I enjoy this. I mean, give me a break. Everybody's got a revolution. And how many revolutions actually take place? Revolutions are a dime a dozen, Marty Sorrell. Oh, Wes going with the oh, anti- uh, burner. Yo, Wes, you can drop a got- diss track. <laughs> yeah. Revolution <laughs> got banged in a big spot by Wes. We need a Chris Wessling diss track. Yeah, it's got to happen. In fact, we could just take whatever he just said and just lay it over a beat. And, and then flying. put the trope alert behind it. <laughs> Someone has to do this. All right, that's what's happening in the news. It's all right. It's fine. What, the song? Yeah, what? it's fine. I thought it was or the fine. album, was, the no. tape? I mean, it's not offensive. Yeah, it was fine. All right. Why don't we play a game before we go? We haven't done this in a while. I think we did it on a, a network hit uh, somewhat recently, but we haven't done it in the studio, and it's one of our favorite games. It's the game where we get to present two uh, possibilities, and uh, the rest of the room decides, you know what it is. What's more likely? Thanks, Sid. Sid, where are you going this weekend? Uh, currently, no plans. I was going to go to Utah this weekend, but that got oh. blown a bit, so... Yeah. Mm. All good. So wide open. You hanging out with Kirk? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> I Mickey? hate for this to like get on his wife's radar and she's like, what is happening on this NFL podcast? <laughs> mm. Hey, Sid, oh, you no. better not get on that plane. You know where you should be every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Always an option. Always an option. What's more likely? Here we go. Connie Fox, ah, the Randy Velarde of the Around the NFL podcast. Wow. So versatile. You can put her at short, third, left yeah. field, pitch in a spot. I'm kind of sad that uh, Sessler isn't here for what's more likely. He he always has some good ones. I'll be sure to include him in one of them. Tough shoes Ooh, to okay. fill. Okay. Here, Wes, he's got you. Okay, perfect. Got your back. All right, Connie, get us going All right. here. This one might be a stretch, but just hear it out first. Brandon Cooks becomes Tom Brady's top target. Okay, so define top targets. Just most targets? Most targets. Okay. Most targets. Or Deshaun Jackson returns to his Pro Bowl form in Tampa Bay. So Cooks obviously is competing with six other pass catchers, including Gronk. Gronk's health, you know, it's always an issue. Um, But last year, Cooks accounted for 17.6% of the Saints' targets, second on the team, and he was not happy with that. Mm. I would say definitely the latter choice here that, Deshaun Jackson played at a near Pro Bowl level last year, at least for stretches at the end of the season. Brandon Cooks, I mean, Julian Edelman is a target monster. Mm-hmm. I don't see Brandon Cooks superseding Julian Edelman. What What happens if Gronk stays healthy and Julian Edelman stays healthy? I think there's no chance. I think he might be no third. No chance at all. I think it's much more likely. That D- I think Deshaun Jackson are, still plays at a, a Pro Bowl level, so he has to just basically continue what he was doing. And he'll have a 1,000-yard season. Not quite a pro out. bowler last year. I mean, good good player. But he's like in the park ballpark. Yeah, I, w- I would say Deshaun Jackson, too. Gronk, 
I could see Brandon Cooks getting more targets than Gronk just because of the position that he plays. And who knows if Gronk is fully healthy in terms of targets. Edelman had 159 targets. I mean, they have a connection. Like, Edelman has basically patterned his entire life after trying to be Tom Brady's best friend. And it's worked out great for him. I mean, he he's like taking below market deals just so he can stay stay with his buddy Tom Brady. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff going on. Do you too. think he's that's, worried that's about sort of Brandon a, Cooks coming in and maybe like yes. feeling his best friend? Uh, I don't know about the best friend part, but I, I think he's probably worried about him taking those targets, especially into 2018 when uh, he's a free agent. Julian Edelman's probably a little worried. Somebody threw. They some, got rid of Wes. Wes Welker. Yeah. So, somebody threw some shade at. Julian Edelman a couple of months ago and basically called him out as being kind of like a Tom Brady light option. Like he, he does everything that Tom does off the field. Well, he has a supermodel girlfriend. I think he does it. some <laughs> things differently than Tom off the field with different human beings. Go on. What, what is I, that? Tom Brady's a one woman man. Oh, I think Julian Edelman's a many woman man. I thought you were a one woman man until I heard you talking about that television star. <laughs> Oh, Issa Ray. The Paramore and I are in lockstep on this one. Okay. <laughs> You're up, Wes. What's more likely? What's more likely? Jake Cutler finds a starting job or Colin Kaepernick finds a job? Mm. By by the beginning of the season, roughly? Or just generally? Generally. I think Cap finds a job. I, I, it would be tough for me to see Jay Cutler starting. Yeah, I don't know where that starting job is. I would go Kaepernick. I, I keep repeating myself that I do think he's going to be in the NFL. And I think these reports, whether there's probably room for you know, disagreement in terms of how much money he's looking for. I don't think this these reports and Ian Rapport was the latest to say that some GMs believed he was seeking $10 million. I don't think those are coming out of nowhere. I think once his price comes down, and I think it will because he, he's going to want to play, I think he'll get a backup job. And I would keep an eye on, on Carolina. I know they said they they hadn't shown interest yet, but I, I think that could make a lot of sense with Cam Newton coming gotta, off of an injury. He's got to ditch that vegan diet, though, I think. Oh. Kaepernick. That's preposterous. There's, there's more reports out there that <laughs> teams are being spooked by that. Really? You know, you're sitting in the Mark Sessler chair. You got to, you know, if you're going anti-vegan, that's a declaration of war right now. Oh, uh, well, I'm just saying, like, it looks like he could use a sandwich. Doesn't Tom Brady, isn't Tom Brady mostly vegan? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. If any, I don't think. I, mostly I, vegan, really? Yeah. On one hand, I'd like to think, like, that's preposterous. It's just one of those things that somehow got in the media. But then you can totally see There's some like 55, 60-year-old GM being like, I don't know about this vegan thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm they're sure all they're from like, the same area. They're, they're like all from the, the Bronx. <laughs> it's Dave Gettleman, basically. Uh, there are a few. I don't. I think Gettleman is more open-minded than that. But I do That's think true. there are like three or four of these old crusty types, and the reporters go to these same three or four guys every time because they know they're pissed off about everything. Yeah, mm. he's he is certainly a wiry-looking guy, Colin Kaepernick, especially last off-season mm-hmm. when he's coming off the surgeries, and maybe they want him to be bulked up. I don't know. It's, you know, who knows. Next up, me. What's more likely? Seamless. <laughs> Tom Brady. Speaking of which, vegans no fish or anything, right? He right. I think he eats fish. No dairy Some products. Chicken, I think yeah, he, so like pescatarian. Yeah, I think he's not quite vegan, but who cares? Tom Brady plays at a star level for another six or seven years, like he would like to do. Or... Jimmy Garoppolo is a 10-year NFL starter with at least five Pro Bowl selections. Now, before you, everyone gets on the high horse, oh, what does the Pro Bowl mean? Just understand when I say that, that means if he's in the mix for a Pro Bowl like for half of those years, that means he's become a, a really probably a good, yeah, oh, maybe yeah. better than good starter for 10 years. He's like Tom Brady has robbed him of like half of his 20s already. He's 25, so keep that in mind as well. To what, what was the first part that, that Tom Brady plays? Did he's he still say, Tom Brady for another six or seven years. But he's, he's playing at a high level, too. Yeah. I guess. Or Garoppolo. Because, and if you think about it, this is gets at a bigger question facing the Patriots right now. Yeah, I'm going to go all in on Tom Brady. He's has all of the money, I feel like, in the world to 
invest in all of these different. We are really against Father Time now. No, I, I, I yeah. One year, and all of a sudden, Science. there's no way Brady can be defeated by Father. Well, you put up two two things that I would say are unlikely. So you have to pick the more likely. That's right. the game. Neither one of these I would consider particularly likely. But I'm going to go Jimmy G. I, could, I I believe that Jimmy G can have a good career as a starter. I don't know when that's going to begin or where it's going to begin. Five Pro Bowls is a lot. Five Pro Bowls means you might be wow. sniffing the Hall of Fame if if uh, you're able to do something like that. But I, I'll go I'll go Jimmy G. I'm going Tom Brady for a very specific oh. reason. I think Brett Favre could have played at 44 and 45. I think Peyton Manning, if it took another two year a year or two off after retirement. There's a chance his arm strength could have come back. I think quarterbacks retire when they are no longer motivated to yes. play football. And I think Tom Brady is absolutely driven by being a lifestyle pioneer and mowing down age barriers more than any player in every in any sport has ever been motivated by that. I think that is his number one driving motivation right now. And I think – Nothing's going to set him back. He's going to keep wanting to prove that over and over again. And as long as Belichick stays there, too, the two of them together, I feel like the future is bright, Dan. Uh, well, Sorry. I'll just give an, I'll give Tom another option. You could beat Father Time and perfect science and, 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 and do all these things, or you could watch your kids grow up. Wow. <laughs> Coming after his wow. credentials as a father. Hey, there's sacrifices being made. Don't think there's no sacrifice if of course. he wants to go down this road. And that's why I don't think it's likely. Is because you said, okay, he's got this motivation. Maybe. I mean, I'm not in his head in terms of how he wants to change perception. I mean, you don't need but to things, be in his head. He's already said these right, things. Right, but things – life changes, like another Super Bowl or an injury it or anything. Be even like, more that, motivated it could in be, the future. It could change. That's he's what off-season all, all, Right, he's got all off-season to connect with his children. Dude. Yeah. Does he really, though? Yeah. You know how this guy operates? That's you what I he's tell. taking an off-season? There's no off season for this guy. I mean, it's, he works all day, eight to five, on his body, then goes on with it. That's what I tell my family every. every that's what year. you want. That's what you want him to do. But I don't think that's what's happening. I think this guy is down in his lab with all his technicians <laughs> and all his juices <laughs> and his treadmills and his Ivan Drago workout routine. You are not fooling anyone. You you adore Tom Brady. You Ooh. respect the hell out of him. And you say all this just because you think you're obligated to as a Jets fan. It's like a fatal attraction God! thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this show almost over? Greg, you're up. <laughs> this is it. Dan does not like being, being on the hates, side of hates, things. Wait, hates it. wait, Airy Man doesn't like to be picked on. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Good thing I'm a great sport. All right, go ahead, Greg. <laughs> Wow. Good thing I have a great sport said by no great sport ever. Uh, oh. Let's um, let's do a little draft talk. What's more, What's likely? more likely? Listen, just because I was on TV today, Greg, and your star is dimming in that department <laughs> doesn't mean that you have to get after me. Because you've been leading the charge today. I'm loving it. And it's just, it's, it's just fun. A, it's a little too coincidental is all I'm saying, that I go straight from this, this fancy TV studio to do the podcast. And you know you're firing away on me. See now you're trying to take it to like real. You know it's we're we're Eisen show. It's the Dan job. Hansen. It's a it's a big it's a big deal. You, uh, we would do the same for Colleen right. and Wes. Okay, they were true. Here this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. NFL.com. It's Greg Rosen. Hey, it's an absolute nobody. NFL.com's Greg Rosen called. Zick Bomb. I like Zick the bomb. end of that. Zick Bomb is dropped. Uh, what's more likely? Saints draft a quarterback in the first round or Giants draft a quarterback in the first mm. round? Giants. Saints talk about this every year. They don't, fool me. they don't fool me one bit. They talk about this every year, but they traded Brandon Cooks to help their defense, and they talked about that. They know they need help on defense. Could Drew end up Brees with another player until he's forty. Drew Brees is still good, and Eli Manning's not. So there's your answer. I think it would be um, a surprise to me if they didn't do one before the third round. First round—that's pretty hardcore. That's quite a message being sent to uh, old Eli. Um, and it's not a great quarterback draft class, as DJ just said. The Giants are a smart organization. Mahomes they is, fit what DJ said about Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes yeah, is one true. that's been connected to him a little bit. I'm going to um, – all right, so what What was the other one? The Saints? Saints or Giants. And I'm not pulling this out of thin air. There's yeah. been kind of reports that both will consider a quarterback maybe even in the first I round. think the Giants are more likely. 
than the Saints. Yeah. I Saints mean, could end up with another first-round draft pick, I too, do believe in Chase Daniel, who's now <laughs> in New Orleans. Chase Montana. But I'm going to go with the Giants. Colleen? Oh, I'm up again. All yes. right, I got another one. All right, here we go. What's more likely? Sean McVay makes the Rams better than some 7-9 to nine bull Oh! Or Sean McDermott makes the Bills better than some 7-9 to nine bull mm. Now the Bills... They actually were seven and nine last year. Rams four and twelve. Well, the here's the thing about the Bills. I don't know what's going to happen with the Bills, but they were that week sixteen game. They were in a great game against the Dolphins, was it? With the season on the line, essentially. For yes. And they played well, and they got beat right at the end of the game. The Bills weren't last year that far off from being the Dolphins on some level. Like, Their defense was so weird last it year. It was not a great defense, but I think they're closer right now than the Rams, is what I'm saying. So I think. <laughs> More likely the Bills. I have no confidence in the Bills whatsoever. I just think they're on a team going nowhere, and their defense keeps losing talent every year. And I don't know if it's being restocked or not. All their draft picks get injured, so you never know. I, I, I'd i like to see what Sean McVay can do with, with Todd Gurley and a revamped offensive line. And we already know the defense has parts, and they got Wade Phillips. I I think I trust the coaching more in, in with the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's a tough. One. What is the so the question is better so, than seven and nine or yeah which yeah. one which one could could get out of that? I mean, we know that Sean McVay he can't talk to he can't work with Jared Goff yet, but Jared Goff's Soon been though. working with Tom House who worked with Matt Ryan last year, and they have a lot of good people in there. Uh, Matt Lafleur is that their uh, that's their new offensive coordinator, and I mean I like the signing of Andrew Whitworth. They just need some receivers though. Right. I, I'm going to go Bills. I think they're more a talented team. I don't. I don't really. I'm not too high on either of these teams. But I guess that was the point of the question. Uh, Wes. What's more likely? Darrell Revis finds his long lost love for football. Oh, mm, that would be so he's sweet. He's been searching. Or Mark Sessler finds his long lost love for football. <laughs> he's been searching. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, well, I've I've been on the you know I've my stance on Darrell Revis uh, has been repeated often that I I think this guy's done and I would never c- count Mark Sessler out. I mean he's one Browns win away from loving football. Mark Sessler, a single good. Browns win. Is yeah, that that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's I think it. Greg might actually be right. That's, that's um, it. I yeah, well I've made my stance clear on this too. I think Revis <laughs> is gonna get motivated he's already lost the weight he'll sign with the Patriots or someone else and have a great close to his career that further like sticks in the Jets ribs so that's exactly what will play out I've seen it's more likely to me that sparkle in Mark's eye more than I've seen in Darrell Revis's eyes <laughs> so I'm gonna go with have, Mark have you been looking in Darrell Revis's <laughs> eyes a been, lot lately yes <laughs> Who's searching, your sparkle, searching for football and his love for it when Mark finds a love for something he's all in so I, I think he'll I think he'll get it back is Daddy ever coming back? <laughs> uh, finally, Greg. One What's more. more likely? That was a good one to close on. Uh, let's do. I'm just saying that was a that was a good one. We can. He, he doesn't want to do it. Do you want to? All right. Tony Romo replaces Phil Simms in the CBS booth, inspiring midseason columns. That is Tony Romo not very good on Ooh. TV or Rex Ryan inspires columns saying <laughs> is Rex Ryan not really that good on TV I'll go with Rex because we already know he's got the job still a very good chance Tony Romo plays football I think Tony Romo would be good I do too especially uh, Phil Sims. you know I don't want to take shots at the guy but not a beloved uh, broadcast uh, broadcaster he's like the opposite of that phrase like you never want to be the guy that replaces the guy like right. you do want to be the guy who replaces <laughs> Phil Simms yeah you want to be the guy who replaces <laughs> the guy who replaced the guy and that that would be Tony uh and then Rex I have a feeling that Rex potentially could be a bust in the, really? in the studio just because his whole thing that made him interesting was that he he had that bluster and that bravado, and he was a head coach, and he he brought a different perspective or a different voice than you're used to hearing from these guys. 
you put him in a studio and he's just another like talking head. If he starts like you know running his mouth like that, I don't think it has the same appeal. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Really, I would Plus, rather I could listen see him to be a little polished. I could t- I could see him being a little too polished. No, I I would rather listen to Rex say outlandish things than Tony Romo mm. like just be try to figure out where he can where the line is for like a former player in terms of like criticizing. Time. Yeah, that takes a lot of time, and that's not going to be an issue at all for Rex Ryan. I mean, I could see him being outlandish and outspoken and, and being the same exact Rex that we've always seen just as an analyst in studio. That's fair. The point on Romo is well taken because I, I already drew this comparison once, but everybody people forget about this now. Everybody was convinced Boomer Esiason was going to be the most natural, the most gifted, the best analyst – or play by or uh, color analyst on TV, and he lasted what a year on Monday Night Football. Yeah, well, he's he was on out of Westwood the bus- one. Yeah, he was out of the TV business in in a heartbeat. He's had a career, but it, a good career, but it took him a while to learn. And I, I mean, think, I think he's good think on radio, but I games are hard too. Games compared to like a studio show, they're yeah. hard. Uh, there you have it. That was good. Good conversation. Yeah, good it, it was a big day here. You know, I hope there's no. Hard uh, feelings. I mean, uh, extremely hard feelings between you and me personally <laughs> that we're going to hash out immediately after the mics cut out. I just feel bad yeah. because you're all dressed up and it's a big yeah. day for you. Well, if- read Dan Hanzus's <laughs> fine pages. The end around his specialty mirth. I mean, just- the subject. <laughs> Pro football. That was a great introduction. Yeah. It's a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, you know the the lesson learned. Don't wear a suit jacket. It's like putting a target on your back. Yeah. Mm. I didn't even wear, bring up your wear a dazzled a trailblazer, trailblazer shirt instead. <laughs> John went to Portland and brought me back this shirt that is encrusted with gems as a net. We're going to have to take a picture of it. Okay. And send it to the people. Fine. R- right now, in fact. You ready? Great. One, two, Connie Fox face. <laughs> All right. That's it. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Colleen, thank you for helping us out this week. No problem. So it's, you guys have kept gifted. me busy this week, and thank God for it because <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep you. We'll continue to keep you in the mix as we head through the off season. Uh, the four of us, including Mark, uh, we believe we'll be back uh, on Monday, and uh, that's fun. We're having fun. Sid, whatever you end up doing this weekend, you have fun too. Enjoy that weekend. Oh, thanks. Cool. We'll do. Cool. You know where you should be, though. <laughs> right next to me. Still forever. Like it. Still still don't like it. It's, it's so weird. It is so creepy. Hey, listen. Uh, I have nothing to do with it. And it comes very natural to it's you. Just, it's all inside me. <laughs> it's all inside. All right, let's go. Let's go home. This is Dan Hansa signing off for Connie Fox, the mailman, the boss. Ooh, the sticks are good. And La Cid <laughs> behind the glass. <laughs> Till Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.